And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and it's absolutely my privilege to be working on your financial freedom. If you miss any part of this show, you can always find us at uh, YouTube. Type in Lifestyles Unlimited. We have our own YouTube channel. Podcast app. It is free to subscribe to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show right there on your smartphone. It's a purple app. Hit that. Go to the search bar. Type in Lifestyles Unlimited. You'll find the show there. You'll catch my show, Andy Webb, Al Gordon, and of course, Dell Walmsley. And as always, our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. Today's show, I'm going to talk about single family rental property. It's literally the easiest way to get started as a real estate investor. It's how I got started. Started very slowly. And as I learned what I was doing, as I became more effective, I went faster and faster and faster. But right now are some of the best buy opportunities that I've seen in years. And I want to talk about what the cause of that is, why that is. But literally, if you are on the fence and you're considering being a real estate investor or more likely than not, you're starting to realize that your retirement plan that you've been sold your whole life or whatever way that you are planning for your retirement in the future isn't really looking the way you thought it would look or maybe the way you uh, felt when you were younger that it would be now that you're older, right? These years go by quicker and quicker and you're saying to yourself, just like I did, you're going, boy, we got to do something different. Well, single family rental property by far is the easiest, and it's what we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited. We're an educational and mentoring group, and we can teach you how to properly purchase that single-family rental home, create cash flow, and absolutely grow your wealth at an exponential rate. It's exactly what I did. Uh, of course, I tried it on my own. I just, right, I didn't realize there were real estate investor groups that you can find and join. I just knew that my retirement plan wasn't working. And so I took it upon myself to figure out how to buy a rental property. And I did that many years ago, uh, struggled through it, still made a 9% return when it was all said and done. And uh, that's when I told myself, wow, there is something to this. Why don't I learn how to do it right? And I thought about, well, I can go get these books. I can go uh, watch these videos, what have you, and found the Lifestyles Unlimited show, the same show you're listening to now. It's funny, I never thought I would be doing the show back then. Uh, in retrospect, I just knew that uh, I, I enjoyed listening to the show and um, took a lot from it and, and realized, yeah, I need to find a better way, and then eventually found my way to Lifestyles Unlimited, and I haven't looked back. So here's an email uh, from one of our listeners, and it uh, essentially gave me what I needed to write uh, the remainder of the show today. Hi, Mike. I enjoy your show. I do have a question as I get mixed info and signals. Are the prices of houses going up, going down, or staying flat? I listen to several real estate podcasts and read plenty of stories that will make a case for all three, depending on who you read or listen to. You say now is a good time to buy. Why? Okay, I, I love this uh, email from our listener. It's actually two questions, and I'll hit that first one 
first, we'll talk about that. So he says, uh, and I'm going to leave his name anonymous. He says, um, are the prices of houses going up, going down, or staying flat? Well, my short answer is, and you'll love this, yes to all three. There's, there's three items you need to look at in your evaluation of a single-family property. And we're talking about single-family property because it really is the easiest way to get started as a real estate investor. That's simple, 322 uh, good bones, uh, clean, functional rental property. Uh, you put that together, you've got a great product, and you're definitely going to have uh, a line of folks that are going to want to rent that property from you. And that's how uh, we grow our wealth. We grow it with the cash flow, which is the difference after we pay, pay the uh, principal interest taxes and insurance. Uh, the additional is cash flow, often tax-free, the way we set it up. We make an equity capture when we purchase that property and, and grow our wealth that way. And then when we turn that property, either refinance or sell, we then take uh, the proceeds from that and we pour that into what I call the cash flow snowball. And we buy more real estate and we just grow and we grow and we grow. That's what we do. But our houses, are the prices going up? Are they staying flat? Are they staying the same or going down? Uh, yes to all three. It depends on location. It depends on segment. What are we talking about? New construction versus existing inventory, for instance, and then cost versus value. Uh, very, very important. And that's what we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited. But that location, uh, think about the economy. Uh, if Texas Instruments goes to a small uh, town in North Texas and says, hi, I like this area. There's some land uh, by the way, we're going to build an 85 billion with a B chip manufacturing plant. And this area had limited housing to begin with, um, not an overabundance of housing by any means. Would that cause the value of rental property in that particular area to increase or decrease? Well, that's an easy question. It's going to increase. Uh, if a city has limited supply to begin with and the large manufacturer boom just comes in and there's 1500 3000 5000 jobs not to mention all the construction workers uh, then they need a place to stay yeah it makes rental property a really nice thing to own in that area now on the contrary uh, let's say you're in a city of 20,000 people true story here and a steel plant employs 3000 people and the steel plant closes down what does that do to the cost of housing, right? The, the cost is going to, and the value, both are going to just crumble because people are going to be uh, forced to move, forced to sell. Uh, they may lose the home because they cannot pay the mortgage. I mean, you've got a large employer that basically just pulled up and said, no more, no mas. Um, we went through some of that with COVID. We were doing, uh, we had a lot of residents in some of our apartment communities that uh, were no longer gainfully employed and, and we had to get creative. We had to help people find jobs. We had job fairs at, at many of our properties and, and were able to get those people employed. So location is an overall driver of whether a home property, a uh, cost of uh, rental property is going up or down or staying flat. Now let's talk about segments, okay? Uh, for instance, new construction versus existing home sales. I will tell you this, and I know this show plays nationwide, but let's go back to that real estate is local. Uh, here in, I'll speak for North Texas. This is where I live, Dallas-Fort Worth area. I will tell you the, the cost of new construction homes per square foot, okay, are going up as a whole. And I know that's counterintuitive, uh, I'll, t I'll tell you this, the houses are getting smaller, the lots are getting smaller, if that's even possible. I thought the lots were small to begin with. 
so the houses are getting smaller. The lots are getting smaller. Um, I'm seeing the houses are being built. All four sides are hardy plank, and, and we live in a, an area of the country where traditionally you would have three sides brick or even four sides brick. But now there's no brick whatsoever on the home, so uh, hardy plank much cheaper than brick in both installation and cost. But the, the price per square foot of new construction in Dallas-Fort Worth here locally is going up. And you may say, well, Mike, how, how are you saying that? We're on the verge of a recession. Uh, interest rates are through the roof. Um, how can new construction possibly be going up uh, when it's harder for someone to afford it? Look, I hear what you're saying, but let's mix in some additional factors here. Uh, number one, there's an influx of people coming to Dallas-Fort Worth, coming to Texas as a whole. They're moving here, uh, job relocation, uh, or just getting out of wherever they are and, and coming to Texas. And what's compounding this is no one is selling their home right now, okay? Uh, for the most part, they're not selling unless they have to. People, uh, you've got golden handcuffs, right? You've got people with sub-fixed 3% uh, mortgage rates, all right? Now, this may cause a, a little backlash on the backside when people finally do end up having to move, but it, it's also creating some issues uh, when people have to sell. But as a whole, new construction is going up because there there's almost no existing homes on the market to sell with these massive influx of people. Um, labor materials have gone way up, but the bottom line is people need a place to live. And if they can't buy an existing home, they're forced to buy new. And if they can't buy new and they can't buy existing, they're going to rent. So one of those three is going to happen. And, and as a result, the cost of new construction is trending up per square foot here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, I'm not saying this is happening all over the United States. I just read an article, um, I guess the Fed in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, new construction is starting to trend down there. Okay. It's coming down um, and it's, it's putting a squeeze on some things, but I'm talking about, you know, we, remember that real estate is local, super important. Now, the third item that I want you to understand, okay, um, I take it that you're either a real estate investor or you're learning to be a real estate investor. And that's why you're listening to this show to begin with. But this item right here, super important. Listen to me, cost versus value. Okay, this is where we as investors thrive, right? You may have homes that will sell for under their value, over their value or at their value. But uh, let's talk about when someone has to sell in a market like this for whatever reason, okay? Uh, some people are selling because it's just time to move. I've got a friend, a great friend of ours, and they're moving back to Louisiana. That's where they're from. Um, her husband's going to retire, and they know now is not the best time to sell their house, but they're, they're doing it no matter what, and they're taking a bit of a haircut. It's a very nice house, uh, but you would picture them as a distressed seller. There's just... Uh, the market is what the market is, and they're going to let the house go, and they're going to go live their life where they want to live it in Louisiana. Um, they're going to retire out there. But what we want to focus on in this cost versus value equation is that many owners will be forced into a sale position, okay? Absolutely forced, whether it's a lost job, uh, an unexpected life expense, a tax liability, um, they can't refi, maybe they've got a bridge loan or, or variable rate loan and they're going to have to sell. Uh, and that's where we're going to come in as a real estate investor and do our evaluation. We'll be right back after a short break. 
Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Need more unconventional wisdom that'll set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. I'm a real estate investor in both single-family properties and apartment communities. Began 12 years ago. I'm a partner in over 3,500 doors of real estate in four different states. If you'd like to see what we do, how we make money five ways on a single-family property, and now is a great time to buy a single-family rental property. If you've been waiting, now is the time. But we make money five different ways on a single-family property and six different ways on an apartment community. I invite you to attend one of our workshops. It is interactive. Attend with your partner, your significant other, your spouse. Take a look at it if it's something that interests you. Uh, then we'd invite you to join Lifestyles Unlimited. But you can find that workshop at freeworkshoplivestream.com. All one word, freeworkshoplivestream.com. And there's several different times that you can attend, uh, dates and times. So I, I invite you to at least take a look and see what it is we do. Uh, then that way you can tell yourself, yes, I want to move forward uh, or no. And, and maybe you're like me. I waited um, years before I finally purchased my first rental property and did everything wrong. I still made 9% return. And then I found Lifestyles Unlimited uh, and kind of took my real estate investing into hyperdrive, if you will. Uh, and it's been great. But one of our listeners uh, reached out and asked, they're confused, right? And, and you, you can see it. You can get on the internet and you can find an article that says houses are going up. The cost of single family property is going up. You find another one that says they're going to come down or they're coming down. You get another one that tells you prices are sticky and they're going to say flat. And I'm telling you, yes, yes, and yes. It really depends on three things. Location, uh, and there's a lot that goes into that location part of it. Um, and it also depends on essentially... Uh, the economy. Um, it depends on the segment of, you know, is it new construction and, and where is it located? Um, or is it uh, an existing home inventory? Let's talk about market conditions in this cost versus value. In 2021, December, I sold a home and that particular property appreciated 23% in one year. Okay, 23%. Um, just in a 12-month time. What I want to ask is, did the true value of that property go up that much? I'm going to say, I don't think so. I think I hit that timing of when there was an absolute frenzy of people coming out of COVID and there's not enough houses and I was in the right location uh, because indeed I did have several offers above what I was asking for that property and I sold it for top dollar. It, don't get me wrong, it's a great house. We did an incredible rehab, granite countertops, very nice, excellent backyard, excellent neighborhood. Um, but you gotta ask yourself, would that, let's say that same house get sold today? 
Would it sell for what I sold in December of 2021? Possibly, right? It has been two years, uh, almost a full two years, but it has. It's possible, but I will also tell you there's not going to be the frenzy of people trying to buy that property that we had in 2021 when you had all these buyers. I mean, and people are offering above and beyond. Um, no one's going to offer above and beyond now because. Uh, one, the house probably won't appraise for that. So you're not going to be able to do that. Even if you wanted to, it's not going to hold unless you can just come out more pocket, but interest rates are up. So qualifying the buyers is, is more difficult as well. So you got to ask yourself, what's the difference? And it was literally market conditions. It's, it's back into this little space that I'm calling cost versus value, right? What, what's the true value of the house versus what's the cost of the house? And that's where we as investors thrive, okay? We absolutely thrive. We're able to recognize that we may cost, we may buy a house that truly is worth more, much more in many instances than what we're actually paying for, it, the, the cost. that And often these homes need repair after repaired value, uh, but that's, that's where we live. That's where we can identify that, okay? Uh, remember, Dell Walmsley, the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, he'll tell you, motivated sellers are found, but deals are made. And we're just in one of those situations where uh, if someone has to sell, there's not the frenzy of people that there was prior to that, right? And it's probably a distressed seller. They're probably not selling uh, because they want to. They're, they're selling because they have to. And I explained all of those conditions, okay, all of those. Now, the good news as investors, what we care about is providing a product, uh, a, pro a valuable product, and that's clean, functional workforce housing in good locations, okay? We're not looking at new homes, and yes, there's the rare occasion when someone does buy a new home and they turn it into a rental property, but really our business is in workforce housing, clean, everyday, functional we fix these properties. We seek out these properties when they're in a distressed condition in the good locations. And we're doing that analysis, that cost versus value. So we're buying houses for less than what they're worth. But that's that's what we're teaching. So to answer your question, I know that's a long way to get there. But uh, yes, houses are going up. They're staying flat. They're going down. But really weed through that. As a real estate investor, your only concern is to find that distressed property and to pay less for it than the value. And that time right now is happening. I went online and I found an article to kind of support uh, what I'm saying. If you want to look it up, uh, it's called the price is wrong for housing. The price is wrong for housing. And what this article says, it's by uh, Justin Lahart, L-A-H-A-R-T, uh, just came out the other day. But uh, and it's from the Wall Street Journal. OK, so it's um, not from some off the cuff site that no one's ever heard of. I mean, it's legit. Wall Street Journal, the price is wrong for housing just came out the other day. And what they're saying is that lower rates would make U.S. houses more affordable, just not affordable enough. And what they're talking about is the pandemic set off a flurry of demand for space. Uh, people were getting out of the roommate situation. Uh, they didn't want to be trapped with others. And a lot of people were moving. They wanted to move. And, and now you could live where you want and work out of the house. 
uh, and we had sub 3% mortgage rates. It was basically, it was a perfect recipe that sent the houses, the prices skyward, right? I just talked about it in 2021 when I sold that one house. But what's happened now is that buying frenzy is over, right? The frenzy's gone. Uh, mortgage rates are at their highest level in over 20 years, and there's not many folks selling houses at all, right? It's not a normal situation that we're in. But essentially, prices as a whole, right, as a whole, not just locally, are are up 3.9% over what they were last year. And on the outside, it doesn't necessarily make any sense as a whole, right? Normally, yeah, you raise the interest rates and the prices are going to come down. But here's here's one of those generic uh, 40,000 foot flyovers. And they're saying, no, Mike, prices are up 3.9% year over year. Why? It's because, again, no one's really selling. People are going to stay in existing homes longer, which is going to mean that good rental property is going to always be in demand, right? And if you can find that rental property in a great location at a cost that is less than value, right? Uh, You're going to have great residents that are going to want to stay in your property. So when we say now's a great time to buy, now is an absolute excellent time to buy. If you haven't gotten that first rental property, um, now's the time to get, get off the fence. If you make a goal, make challenge yourself. If all you have is one rental property, go get two, right? Tell yourself, hey, I'm going to get that second one within the next 90 days, Mike. Make a commitment to yourself. Write it down. If you only have two, go get that third one. This is the time. We make money during the buy times, and it is an excellent time to buy because of the distressed sellers, because chances are that uh, most people can't even afford a house, and so they're going to have to be a, a renter. Um, I was reading in, there's uh, an outfit called Charter. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but they've got a lot of good business information. And uh, they say that essentially U.S. house prices have gone up in value since 2020 by 40%, and it's pushed a lot of uh, people into this camp saying, well, now is not the time to buy, right? You see it everywhere. Now is not the time to buy. And when I read stuff like that, I always say, no, now's the time I want to be the buyer, right? When all the fish are swimming one direction, I want to be going the opposite direction. I want to be doing something different. Dell Walmsley talks about being a buyer in a Dell mark in a down market, and it was the best thing he ever did, right? He was a buyer in 2008. He was a buyer in 2009. He was a buyer in 2010 when no one else was buying. And because of that, not only was he getting essentially clean functional rental property at a, a pennies on the dollar, he was the only guy doing it. And so when word got out, the brokers were bringing him more and more deals. Friends, we make money on the buy. What is it that uh, Warren Buffett uh, said? Uh, As an investor, you want to fish in troubled waters? Now's the time. But there's an article, and I just shared it with you, when everyone out there thinks now is not a good time to buy. And, and they're just getting, they turn on the news at night and they get pounded with uh, well the high interest rates. They get pounded with the fact that there's a housing inventory shortage looming. Uh, they get pounded with the fact that it takes more median income to even qualify for a mortgage. Uh, and it does. I think the median income to qualify for the median house in the United States is $107,000 a year. And all I hear, every time I hear that is I hear renter, 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 right? 
the whole time. If they can't buy and you can, then you've got a product that somebody wants. So the points for today's show, we have a housing shortage. I made that point clear. Home prices as a whole are not coming down. They're only coming down in select markets. You don't want to buy there anyway. We are not in a normal, we're not in a normal buy or sell market, uh, typical, right? We made the case for that. Um, motivated sellers are out there. They are forced to sell at a discount for whatever reason. And that's where we specialize as real estate investors. We're able to help the motivated sellers. We're able to purchase the property. Uh, and we're able to take and rehab that property and bring it online and provide clean, functional rental property for uh, somebody who needs it. And if you're in the right location where the demand is there, the economy is there, uh, things are coming around, then why wouldn't you want to invest in a vehicle like that? Another thing that's happening is for most people out there, because of this median age going up, it is cheaper to rent than it is to buy. And so that's taken a whole nother group of buyers out of the market. Many people are just saying, there's no way I can afford it. Uh, or they're saying it makes more sense to rent at this time versus buy. But then we get that compounded with the lack of rental housing, the lack of property. And we're investors. When we think about all this, we take this all and we lay it down and we say, look, I need to put my money into an asset, into a vehicle uh, that I know is going to have growth. I know is going to be solid for several years to come. Uh, keep in mind, this is our 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 ticket to financial freedom, right? Uh, our ticket to retirement, um, our ticket to do what we want, when we want, where we want, with whomever we want on our terms. This is how we make money. And we get in one of these conditions. It's not a normal market. Uh, look, rental property is screaming right now. Great investment. I'm so glad uh, I own rental property. I'm acquiring more rental property. We're continuing to buy through this market. And there's many reasons why you should continue to buy. Uh, don't get caught up in the interest rate. People, um, they see that rates are up and they realize, look, I was buying and I was getting 3% uh, interest rates on rental property. But that wasn't my equation. During the evaluation, my number one is what is the cash flow? It wasn't the interest rate. Uh, in fact, that first, I, I told you that first property I bought, I had an interest rate of 5.5% and it cash flowed nicely, um, over $500 a month at a 5.5%. As I continued to buy and interest rates kept coming down and down and down, the cash flow even increased. Now, the cash flow today is tighter, but if you're still cash flowing and the interest rates are what the interest rates are, uh, 7%, maybe even 8%, and you're still getting that monthly return, that cash flow, and you've got the equity capture, and you have a product that's in high demand uh, in a great economy that there's not a lot of that product out there, that, my friend, sounds like fantastic opportunity, absolute opportunity. So I want to remind you, go get some rental property. Now's the time. Make sure you're in a good location, uh, great state, great economy, great politics, great neighborhood. Follow that Lifestyles Unlimited model, best product, best price, and you're going to do well. And I want you to remember when you do well, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Make it a great day.
Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.